0: Hi, my name is Cheryl Broom, and I am your senior pastor here at the Lotus Hills United Methodist Church. I have a little bit of an allergy issue, so if my voice is really low today, that's why. For those of you who are first-time guests, I usually don't speak this low. These yellow and red or blue and yellow cards are in the pew in front of you. The yellow card is to submit a prayer request, and the blue card is for first-time guests if you'll give us a little information about yourself. That would be awesome. Today on the back of your bulletin are lots of announcements. We start a baptism class today uh, for children or youth or adults who are interested in being baptized. Meet us here at 2 p.m. in the education building in the library. We'll be with Colonel Mustard who will have a pipe. Oh, it's the wrong game. Anyway, join us there. Also, important announcements about VBS on the back, and some safety training that all people need to go through to help us with Vacation Bible School. With those in mind, let us start worship together.
1: Good morning. Good morning. Uh, I'm Sharon Fitzpatrick, and it is so good to be here with in worship with you this morning. Uh, We are going to be lighting the the candles uh, in honor of Christ this morning. We will light these candles as we begin worship to symbolize Christ's presence with us. Will you please stand in body or spirit as we welcome the light of Christ. Uh, This morning the scripture reading is from Romans 12, verses 1 through 8. It's in the Pew Bible on page 1034. And I will be reading from the English Standard Version. I appeal to you, therefore, brothers and sisters, by the mercies of God, to present your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable to God, which is your spiritual worship. Do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewal of your mind, that by testing you may discern what is the will of God, what is good and acceptable and perfect. For by the grace given to me, I say to everyone among you, not to think if prophecy in proportion to our faith, if service in our serving, the one who teaches his teachings, the one who exhorts in his exhortation, the one who contributes in generosity, the one who leads with zeal, the one who does acts of mercy with cheerfulness. Now we'll be reading from Ephesians 4, verses 11 through 13, and that's in the pew Bible on page 1066. And he gave the apostles, the prophets, the evangelists, the shepherds and teachers to equip the saints for the work of ministry for building up the body of Christ until we all attain to the unity of the faith and of the knowledge of the Son of God to mature manhood to the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ. The word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Now let us uh, bow in prayer Holy One, we come before you today full of hope, full of desire, full of promise. Help us to be faithful to use our own gifts of the Spirit to face the challenges before us. Help us face the turmoil within and around us that we may face the future unafraid. Show us your way, your truth, and your life. Amen.
2: My name is Jessie Spina, I'm the Director of Christian Education here at Hello to Sales UMC, and at this time, I'd like to invite the kiddos forward for their spark moment. Good morning, kiddos. We have a lot of friends here today. Do you guys see that? How wonderful is that? Hello, everyone. I'm glad you're here. I have a microphone, so get comfortable. I'm kidding. <laughs> Oh my goodness. So I wanted to know, do you guys know that you all have a gift? A gift? When I say that, does it mean that you have a present in your hands that you get to unwrap? A gift is a word that we sometimes use to describe a talent. And as followers of Christ, we all are given special gifts by the Holy Spirit when he comes into our hearts so that we can help grow God's kingdom Noella just asked if hers was singing. Music is certainly a gift. We just saw the praise band and the handbells lead us in worship, right? And they share that worship with us. They share that music and that praise with us to help our hearts get in the right spot before we hear God's word, right? That's certainly a a gift. That's spiritual leadership. We're gonna learn today in Spark Worship about the gifts of the Holy Spirit. Some of them have really funny names, but they all serve a purpose in God's kingdom. And they're all very important. And we're going to talk about them so we can be on the lookout for our gifts. And sometimes you might find new gifts as you get older, right? Well, you might not feel like you know what your gift is right away. That's okay. That gift is developing. God didn't forget you. You have a purpose, right? We know that. Jeremiah 29 11 says he's got a plan for us, and we know he has a plan. He has a gift for you to use, and you're going to use it, right? Can a gift be knowledge? Absolutely, it can be knowledge. All right, are you guys ready to pray? let's bow our heads fold our hands close our eyes and say dear god dear god thank you for the holy spirit thank you for the holy spirit and the gifts it gives and the gifts he gives that help us walk with you that help us welcome you in your name we pray in your name we pray amen amen all right we're going to go straight out the back for spark worship
0: thank you jesse What a beautiful reminder of all our many, many gifts that God has given us. For our prayers of the people, there are yellow cards in your pew back. If you have prayers you'd like us to lift for our prayer team that meets here on Monday evenings at 6 p.m., you're welcome always to come and pray with us. We lift those prayers as well as the prayers of this community by name every Monday. So um, fill those out, please. Also, let us then go before God in our prayers. Let us pray. Listening God, hear our prayers as we come before you. Hear the ones who are crying with pain in their hearts. Hear the ones who are weeping with grief long into the night. Hear the ones who are sobbing in their loneliness loving God, heal their pain, restore their lives, mend their broken hearts. Leading God, lead us through the dark valleys, lead us through troublesome times, lead us to our home with you. Teach us, O God, to listen to your voice that we may hear the cry of the needy and respond. Teach us, O God, to love that we might offer care that brings others to you for healing. Teach us to lead with your vision so that we may not lead others blindly through life. We pray all of this through your Son, Jesus Christ, who taught us to pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, heaven, hallowed hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom kingdom come, come, thy thy will be done So glad to be here with you today. I had my doubts earlier in the week when I started with this allergy. Anybody else have it? Pray for me. Sometimes God uses our weakness to bless and heal others. That's my prayer today. Well, I wanted to tell you about somebody who loved, loved, loved bracelets and rings and jewelry. The very first thing I noticed about her was that she was always dressed to the nines beautiful jackets, sometimes she wore little caps, rings on all her fingers, bracelets, necklaces. And so I went over to greet her, and I said, Hi, Ms. Lopez, I'm Cheryl Broom. My mother lives here at Morningside Manor. And she said, Do you know how old I am? I said, No, ma'am, I don't. Yes! Okay. It's a horrible thing to do, always. Um, are you 90? No, 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 no. no. Um, 95? No. I said, well, I don't know how old you are. She said, I'm 101 years old. She is 101 years old. And I just fell in love with her. And so whenever she needed anything, I, I would bring it to her. Um, during Christmas, when we had extra poinsettias, you gifted her, I took a poinsettia to her. You would have thought, oh my gosh, she'd never gotten a gift before. At Easter time, she got an Easter lily. Um, At Christmas, I saw a bracelet at one of the Fiesta stores and I thought, oh, I'll just get this little bracelet for her, so I got her a little bracelet. And really, you would have thought I'd given her the world with this little tchotchkes. So one day I went up to have lunch with my mom and she was in the lunchroom and she said, oh, wait right here, wait right here, I've got something for you. I said, "Miss Lopez, you don't need to give me anything. No, no, I've got something for you. I got it special. So she rolled to her room. Twenty minutes later, she came back with this bag. And she put, put it in my lap. This is for you. I got it for you. And I opened the bag. And I got hair wash. And body wash. I said, Miss Lopez, you know you don't have to give me any gifts, right? You don't have to give me any gifts, especially hair wash and body wash. Sharon said maybe she thinks you have dirty hair. <laughs> so I'm like, okay. Uh, one day she wanted a Sprite. I didn't have a Sprite. So I went to HEB and got her a six-pack of those little Sprites and brought her a Sprite. Not long after that, she called me to her room and said, come here, come here. I've got something for you. I'm like, oh, Miss Lopez, you don't have to give me anything. And she said, no, no, it's just for you. And she hands me this box. And I opened the box. It's got tissues in it, along with this necklace uh-huh. and these earrings. And I said, "Miss Lopez, I don't need no jewelry. It's okay. I just, want, I just want to care for you. She said, no, that's special. It's for you. You need to have that. I said, okay. I took it because I felt horrible. Well, I felt, you know, I'm thinking they're going to think I'm going to Miss Lopez's room to get gifts, uh-huh, so you know, um, it wasn't long after that, she called me to her room again. And she said, I got something special for you. And she pulled out her Loteria bag. You know what those Loteria bags are? <laughs> and she searched in the pocket and she couldn't find it. She searched in the pocket and I'm like, it's okay, I don't need anything. She's, no, and she pulls it out. If you can't see this sparkly ring, you'll see it when we're outside. And she put it on my finger, and she said, I know it would fit, because it was special like you. I said, Ms. Lopez, I can't take your gifts. She said, oh, you have to, because it's for you. I saw it, and I thought it was your gift. So of course I left again with another gift from Ms. Lopez. Today you'll see almost all my jewelry is Ms. Lopez. Now, I didn't ask her for these gifts. As a matter of fact, I tried to decline the gifts because I did not want to take her stuff. I do not want anybody to think I'm taking advantage of her. But I couldn't return these gifts. I had to keep them. You see, we learn a lot about people's generosity, about their spirit, about how well do you receive gifts, and do you give gifts. I learned a lot from Ms. Lopez. And so now, I'm just going to try to one-up her. I don't know what I'm going to do. If you have any ideas of how I can one-up her on this ring, um, we'll just keep giving each other gifts. And it brings me joy to be with her and to say, okay, I'll take this gift. Because it would break her heart if I didn't. And then I have to wear it. It, Where do you wear this? (laughs) Right? To church. So I have to wear it so that she knows that. Let's read from the Bible what it says about our gifts when we read scripture from 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verses 1 through 11. Sharon's going to read that for me so I can take a drink. Thank you, Sharon.
1: Now concerning spiritual gifts, brothers and sisters, I do not want you to be uninformed. You know that when you were pagans, you were led astray to mute idols, however you were led. To each is given the manifestation of the spirit for the common good. For to one is given through the spirit the utterance of wisdom. To another, the utterance of knowledge according to the same spirit. And to another, faith by the same spirit. To another, gifts of healing by one spirit. To another, the working of miracles. To another, prophecy. To another, the ability to distinguish between spirits to another various kinds of tongues, to another the interpretation of tongues. All these are empowered by one and the same spirit who apportions to each one individually as he wills. This is the word of God for the people of God.
0: Thanks be to God. Thank you, Sharon. Let me put my gifts aside there for a moment. Now you've gotta admit, receiving gifts is pretty cool, right? Wouldn't you say? And giving gifts is pretty cool, right? But sometimes it, it is hard to receive a gift. I had a very hard time receiving all these gifts from her. I think sometimes we don't think we deserve the gift. And sometimes we think, well, maybe they're making a mistake in giving the gift. And so sometimes it's really hard to receive a gift. But when we were born, as Jesse said this morning, each one of us was given a life purpose, was given a gift, or many gifts by God's Spirit. Every child of God is equipped with these gifts of the Holy Spirit, and no one is without gifts. <clears throat> no one is without purpose. Gifts are not just our talents or skills, not, but they're through the grace of God given to us to meet the needs of the world. They're not to be squandered, they're not to be denied, But to meet the needs of the world, we use these supernatural gifts because they're meant to be serving God. There's a man called Charles Bryant, and he wrote a book called Rediscovering Our Spiritual Gifts. And he said, spiritual gifts are divine energy, creating, molding, directing new abilities for the special ministries of the world through the church. So all of these gifts that we receive Not just skills and talents, but gifts to serve God through the church for the behalf of the church. And while these special gifts are expressions of love and friendship and kindness, spiritual gifts from God are meant for the church. Let's be clear about that. God intends that we use these gifts, that we give these gifts to the church for God's work in the world. Over the past few weeks, we have been exploring God bless you, the meaning and purpose of life. We began by asking, what is God's greater purpose for us? What is our purpose in life? Purpose is fundamental for our health and happiness. We began using this memory verse. You want to read it? Share it with us. The memory verse is on page 717, in case you haven't memorized it. Uh, I see some of you haven't
1: yet. For surely I know the plans I have oh, for you. Oh wait, we have to say it together. I'm sorry. We'll Don't say it together. All right, are we all ready? For surely I, I know the, the plans, plans for I have you, for you says, says the Lord, plans for your welfare and not, not for, for harm, harm to give you a future with hope.
0: Today we're going to consider the gifts God has given us. The strengths, the skills, the gifts So think about this. What is a spiritual gift? Drawing from Romans, from Ephesians, and 1 Corinthians, we find a comprehensive list of these gifts. And they're not meant for personal gain, but for the building up of the church, for effective ministry in the world. And though we might pray for certain gifts, there's no guarantees about what gifts you'll receive because God's Spirit, the Holy Spirit, picks those gifts for you And we are to be faithful in discovering these gifts and then offering them back to the world to be used in the church. Now, every year, many years ago, I would give awesome Christmas gifts to my mother-in-law. I mean, awesome. I thought about them, I picked them out, special for her, and I was really kind of thrilled to give her Christmas gifts. And I'd give them to her and she'd open and go, oh, that's nice, I really like it. And then it would go into the gift closet, never to be seen again. Honestly, I never saw the gifts that I gave her. And I've got to tell you, it kind of hurt my heart, it hurt my feelings that she didn't use those gifts that I spent precious time and money and efforts to give to her. And I wonder if you ever think that way about gifts you've gotten. Think about the gifts God has given you. And if you rejected them and put them away in your gift closet, oh, I don't need to use that. And maybe my mother-in-law thought, if I keep it nice and pretty and pristine, it'll be great. But she never used the gifts. And I bet God is disappointed in us when we receive gifts from the Holy Spirit and we put them in our gift closet. For whatever reason, we treat our spiritual gifts like we shouldn't use them. Let's look at every gift mentioned in the Bible, and I want you to think about right now the ways that these are manifest in your life. Sharon, I'm gonna ask you to read the gifts.
1: Administration, the ability to help steer the church or a ministry toward the successful completion of God-given goals with skills in planning, organization, and supervision. Apostle, a person sent to new places with the gospel. Discernment. The wisdom, and to, wisdom to recognize truth from untruth by correctly evaluating whether a behavior or teaching is from God or another ungodly source. Evangelism. The ability to successfully communicate the message of the gospel, especially to nonbelievers. Exhortion, exhortation. Skill in offering encouragement comfort and support to help someone be all that God wants them to be. Faith, people with this gift have such great confidence in the power and promises of God that they can stand strong in their belief no matter what may try to shake them. Giving, those who have this gift are particularly willing and able to share what resources they have with pleasure and without the need to see them returned. Healing, a capability used by God to restore others, be that physically, emotionally, mentally, or spiritually. Helps, someone with this gift can support or assist members of the body of Christ so that they may be free to minister to others. Hospitality, a natural ability to make people, even strangers, feel welcome in one's own home or church as a means to disciple or serve them. Knowledge. This is the gift of someone who actively pursues knowledge of the Bible. This person may also enjoy analyzing biblical data. Leadership. This aptitude marks a person who can stand before a church to direct the body with care and attention and to motivate them toward achieving the church's goal. Mercy. This is the defining trait of a person with great sensitivity for those who are suffering. It manifests itself in offering compassion and encouragement and in a love for giving practical help to someone in need. Prophecy, the ability to speak the message of God to others. This sometimes involves foresight or visions of what is to come. Serving a talent for identifying tasks needed for the body of church and using available resources to get the job done. Speaking in and interpretation of tongues. The supernatural ability to speak or interpret in another language, one that has not been learned. Teaching. The skill to teach from the Bible and communicate it effectively for the understanding and spiritual growth of others. Wisdom. The gift of being able to sort through facts and data to discover what needs to be done for the church. That's a lot of spiritual gifts, and you may have one or many. So, Sharon, how do we determine our spiritual gifts? In your bulletin and on the webpage is a link to take a test to determine your spiritual gifts. Did everybody find that? I'm not going to read it. Y'all find it. (laughs) I wonder, as you were listening to the descriptions, did any resonate with you? Then perhaps that could be the gift or gifts you have been given. You can ask your Christian friends which gifts they see in you. Very often, they can see what you cannot and can observe which skills God has divinely assigned to you. You can pray about it, asking God to lead us toward whatever gifts he has given us, and God will make it clearer to us. So as I
0: heard you read all of those many gifts, um, Sharon didn't plan this, but because I wasn't speaking well, she came forward. She looked at that list and her eyes got big. That's a lot of gifts and God has all those gifts and you could get one or you could have many, but truly our job is to discover what those gifts are and then use them in the church, use them to bless and serve others. So what are we going to do with what, when we know what our gifts are? Do you already know any of y'all taken a spiritual gifts test? So you know what your gifts are. And sometimes as we grow as Christians and grow in faith, our gifts may change or shift a little bit. Are you using those gifts in the church? Because we need you. God needs you. Remember, the purpose, our purpose, is to be God's, people here on earth creating an environment where God can be sustained so others will come to know God and it applies no matter how small the job you get or how big <clears throat> these gifts will serve you but mostly they will serve the Lord you can finish this up bring us home
1: remember that your gifts can be used in many different ways so don't feel like you have to do something just because it looks on the surface as if it's perfect for your gifts. If an assignment isn't filling you with joy, find an opportunity that does. Joy is a great indicator of what your gifts may be. If a task makes you happy, that's a good sign, and you've found your skill and fit. Now go and discover what gifts God has given you and make sure to use those gifts in the kingdom. Amen. Amen. And let's pray for Cheryl's voice to get better. <laughs> All right, we'll be reading responsively. Uh, Psalm 96. It's found on page 815 of your hymnal, and it will continue on over to
2: 816.
1: All right, if you'll join me this time. <gasps> the Lord comes, the Lord Oh, sing to the Lord a new song. Sing to the Lord all the earth. Sing, sing to the Lord, bless God's name. Proclaim God's, god's salvation, salvation from, from day, to day to day. Declare the Lord's glory among the nations, the Lord's marvelous works among all peoples. For great, For great is the Lord, Lord and greatly, greatly to be, be praised, to be feared above of all gods. For all the gods of the peoples are idols, but the Lord made the heavens. Honor Honor and and majesty majesty are are before before the the Lord, Lord, in whose sanctuary sanctuary are strength strength and beauty. The Lord comes, the Lord comes, and all creation sings for joy. Ascribe to the Lord, O families of the peoples, ascribe to the Lord glory and strength. Ascribe Ascribe to to the the Lord the glory glory of of his name. Bring an offering and come into into the the courts of the the Lord. Lord. Worship the Lord in holy splendor. Tremble Tremble before before the the Lord all the earth. The Lord comes, the Lord comes, and all creation sings for joy. Say among the nations, the Lord reigns. The Lord, the Lord has, has established, established the world, it, it shall never, never be moved. The, the Lord, Lord will judge the peoples with equity. Let the heavens be glad and the earth rejoice. Let the sea roar and all that fills it. Let the field exult and everything in it. Then, then shall all, all the, trees the trees of the, of the wood sing, sing for, joy for joy before the Lord, the Lord who, comes who comes to judge, to judge the, the earth. The Lord will judge the world with righteousness and the people with
2: his truth. The Lord comes, the Lord comes, and all creation sings for
1: joy. I invite you to prepare your heart to offer your presence to the Lord. Uh, The reason that I give is so that others may receive the God's blessings that I have received, and all the blessings he's given to me. So it's kind of a play it forward. Please stand in body your spirit. As we sing the doxology. And we will be singing the doxology. Let us pray. Receive our humble offerings, O Lord, for your work in the world. Bless those who give, those who send, and those who will receive these gifts. May our offerings sow seeds of hope and bear the fruit of love wherever they are sown. Amen. Thank you, Sharon,
0: for stepping in and stepping up. She said, I thought you were going to pull this on me. I really appreciate it. Appreciate your music this morning. It was beautiful. And for all of you coming to share and listen to me hoarsely tell you the word of God, I hope you could hear it in your spirit. And I pray that you have started to discover your spiritual gifts so that you might go out into the world to be a blessing and bring God to earth as it is in heaven. Let's say the invitation to discipleship, our mission statement together. I'm gonna turn my mic off, so you'll say it real loud, okay? Let's say it together. The mission of of the Lotus Hills United Methodist Church is to grow and nurture disciples of Jesus Christ for the transformation of our community and our world. Strength of that mission, let's sing our final hymn and then go forth into the world. Our final hymn is what gifts can we bring Go forth now in the power of this blessing. May the Lord our God open wide the gifts of the Holy Spirit and pour forth upon us such renewal, such gifts that this world will be changed through you. Go forth in that power and presence. Amen? Amen. Amen.